Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast. The Thank podcast. You. You're welcome. That's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year. I am Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. How have your weeks been, y'all? I've been good. It's been pretty good, although the last 38 minutes have been uh, one of my high points for the week. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the last 38 minutes, Tom? I got to talk to you, lovely people. <laughs> so we found that there are certain movies or certain weeks um, where we prolong our intro chat with each other a little bit longer and that we should probably, to save time, especially for those of us on the East Coast, should probably meet up more than once a week to chat. <laughs> yeah it's just good to talk to y'all yeah it's always good to talk to Mm y'all um what have we been up to work life post ireland everything's back to normal although we are about to start a big renovation project at the house while lucy is at the trainers for the next two weeks or so oh what are you doing um we're ripping up the tile floor in our laundry room which is lucy's room and we're putting down brick which i'm so excited about that's cool yeah that's very cool who's uh are y'all laying the brick yourself of course you are never mind that was a silly question yes we are you know how you do it i'm super excited because the grout lines it's not like tile where you know you lay the grout with like a tiny little thing and all of that um use a gigantic pastry bag full full of like mortar it's like huge and you just run the lines in between the brick and i'm so excited about that part so excited you've had a little bit of experience with pastry bags lately right yes but not a gigantic (laughs) one that's like the size of marty's face it's so i'm pretty jazzed about it that sounds fun yeah it'll be fun and why have you uh, had experience with pastry bags for our listeners who may not know, since uh, you didn't pick up on Tom's cue there? Well, oh, you didn't. Wow. You didn't like bounce <laughs> off that cue in the direction he was uh, wanting. I'm making you to. cookies. I've been making a lot of cookies lately, um, and it's a ton of fun. And it just gets me super duper excited for Halloween. Because I have some really cute cookie cutters for Halloween cookies. But honestly, it makes me so excited about Christmas cookies. So it's fun. I'm having a great time doing it. And my kids are really happy. There's cookies in the house constantly. That's awesome. I yeah. I can't wait to eat your cookies. They look delicious. They are delicious. 
I know Anthony's making that face because the movie we're covering tonight has a whole lot of double entendre. Well, no, even I've been rewatching The Office as well, <laughs> and there's that whole scene between Dwight and Angela when you know they're secret in the office or ever, and Angela's like, "Fine, I'm no cookie," and Dwight's like, <laughs> "But if I'm hungry," and Angela's, Angela's like, "No cookie," and Ryan's just standing at the coffee pot like. Giving them a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Herbert, I didn't mean that. I know. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I was doing while I was decorating my latest batch of cookies? Watching this movie. No. I was listening to an audiobook all about the apocalypse and zombies, and I finished it and I was like, I haven't watched The Last of Us yet. <laughs> You Hello. Watch it. shouldn't i be doing that so that night it was like 11 45 at night i don't know why i thought that was a great idea to start the show but hannah was in there with me in the kitchen with me and so we started it and we didn't even finish the first episode because we were very tired however i have seen 40 minutes of the first episode and hot dang i am having to be mindful about picking it back up because i know i will blow anything else I have planned for that day because I'm just going to want to watch it. So I haven't picked it back up yet, but I will as soon as I know I have time to binge all the episodes. Um, Hot takes from the first 40 minutes of the first episode. Uh, It feels like you're what you're in a video game. It's so it's fantastic. Uh Like the part where they're in the car, you're sitting in the back of it. It's happening like, like, oh, so great. So I'm loving it. Pedro Pascal, obviously love him. He's definitely cornered the market on uh, taking in a, abandoned children and being their protector. True, <laughs> true, true. Speaking of, I am up to date on The Mandalorian. Because that one I felt like I could multitask while I was watching it. And I don't want to multitask while I'm watching The Last of Us. So. How cute was Grogu with the paintballs? He's so cute. He's adorable. He and he's starting to get little pieces of his armor. <laughs> sure I is. know, it's so cute. I'm, it's I'm, good. I'm enjoying it. I'm intrigued to see what a Mandalorian Jedi will be like. I just can't get over his chirping. <laughs> Every time he like chirps or something. <laughs> it's so cute. It is so cute. Did you like the cloning episode with that guy? I I really did, did. I've liked all the episodes. I've liked all of them. Though so he's the one, I guess, work who was working on Palpatine's cloning program. Is he actually in any of the other Star Wars movies? No, but I just think okay. that's a. I assume that's a tie-in because we know Palpatine yeah. was cloned. Definitely the tie-in. Sorry, go ahead, Tom. My priest's homily, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before, was based on uh, that episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> well, not based; it just had a tie-in. That was fun. Nice. <laughs> Did y'all see that little? short sequel to up they're gonna be that's gonna be in front of elementals uh-uh. it's called Carl Car- carl's date and they said the short follows carl as he gets ready for his first day since ellie's death oh wow and it's a poster of him holding flowers on his uh front porch with doug holding a flower beside him and the tagline is new adventure same wingman oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is not a fan. Double thumbs down. Nope. Nope. 
how would you have a life where you fell in love with your your person at such a young age? You spend every major moment with them and then think about dating it. I just don't buy that Carl would date. I could buy it. I do at the end of up. He found the book, you know, with a little note in it. Go have Go Phil adventures with me. Yeah. That's right. Ella would want him too. She totally would. Mm-hmm. But anyways, needless to say, the short is causing a bunch of feelings already online by people. It's not just like people are not prepared to cry again. People are saying. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 uh, have you all been watching Ted Lasso? The no. new season? Is it good? Yes, but he there this is not a spoiler. He had a fantastic reference to Hallmark Christmas movies in this past episode. Oh, did he really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said uh you know, he's going to pep talk to the team in the locker room and he says you're being right now we're being as offensive as a Hallmark Christmas movie and nobody in the locker room understands what a Hallmark Christmas movie is. So he says Hallmark Christmas movies are films that feature women from the big city falling in love with their childhood crushes. It's usually some fellow that owns a Christmas tree farm. Sometimes he's also Santa Claus or Prince. They suck, but they're great. But they also mostly suck, but they're also kind of great. They're good with that. They're good with the sound off. (laughs) 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 Which I think is a very accurate accurate description of Hallmark Christmas movies. They suck. We know we all know they suck. Oh. They're really good with the sound off. But they're great. And they're a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Hmm. So that made me laugh. That's a good one. I that need to watch new. that show. I was about to say that's one of the next shows you have to add to your list. Yep. It is. We're giving based on the many. Christmas episode alone. Christmas episode alone. I'm excited because Succession premiered this past Sunday. And then you right. know I'm the end of HBO, the end of an HBO show that I was like in the weeks to come, you know, like the week. It seems like I'm finally getting a Christmas episode of Succession. So I'm very nice. happy. Oh, really? Yep. That dude, though, I feel like Brian Cox does not act, given his red carpet interviews and stuff. I feel like he's just like. That's just how he is. I <laughs> just him. Oh, man. <laughs> he's not a compliment. Well, I, no, it was during the premiere, I think, like, on the red carpet, like, I was watching, there are clips of it online, they're interviewing the creator or whatever, and, like, somewhere down the red carpet, you just hear him flipping out. Of the are you serious? <laughs> like, just you just hear him yelling and shouting, and the, the creator just rolls his eyes and say, Brian's having fun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Oh, <laughs> well, we have a new Cadbury bunny for Easter. You know, they pick a different animal every year. Uh huh. And this so year it's this a one eyed rescue cat. It's the newest Cadbury bunny. Oh. He lost his eye in a car accident. And, uh, oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So if you Google it, it's very cute. Oh, look at that. Thank <laughs> you, cat. And for those out there who have a spare 3.5 million, the house from Stepmom, which is down the street from where I live, is up for sale right now. So That's down the street from where you live? Yeah, that's shot my town. I didn't know that. That's something to yeah. look for. Hot dang, that house. I love that house. I don't have all those dollar bills. 
But that you helps. will soon once you start selling those cookies. Nope. Oh, it's so cute. It is. That's right down the street from where you live. Yeah. Like there are lots of like, so, like big houses. The high school and stuff that the daughter was in is that in your town too? The high school, yes. Oh my gosh. But there are lots of uh, lots of movies shoot here. Melissa McCarthy is just shooting her Christmas movie. That looks magical. And uh, yeah, lots of them shoot here. Lots of TV shows. I think because a lot of celebrities live around here. Yeah. It's far mm-hmm. enough away, but not too far away. From the city? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all have their little richy rich estates up this way. Julia? Yes? You could, you could be like the Duchess of New York. Duchess cookies and sell your cookies for a thousand dollars a pop. Is that how that works? Peter to the one percent, Julia. She's doing it. <laughs> it reminds me of a scene of from a Family Guy. I'll send y'all later. You mentioned Family Guy almost every other episode, and has still yeah. not made our list yet. <laughs> that's because it's morally reprehensible. That's always the answer. It's morally reprehensible. I'm gonna quote whenever, it all the time. whenever a commercial comes on for Family Guy, my comment is always Tom says that's morally reprehensible. That makes me so happy. Yep. Whenever I say a commercial for Family Guy, I think touched by an angel. Where did the angel touch you? Where did the angel touch you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh speaking of morally reprehensible, tonight we are covering uh the 2022 Christmas film. Put out by AMC, AMC Plus. AMC Plus. Uh, which I didn't. There's so many streaming services. I don't can't. I didn't even realize that was one of them. Uh, Christmas I with the Campbells. Uh, quick plot synopsis: When Jesse is dumped right before the holidays by her boyfriend Sean, his parents convince her to still spend Christmas with them and Sean's handsome cousin while Sean is away histories of this film i'll go first i didn't know this thing existed until like the week it came out our friends uh ryan bosk friend and listener of the show he had sent me the trailer because britney snow and justin long were in it and i like both of those actors and it looked like a more adult hallmark christmas movie so i checked it out and yeah i enjoy it i watched it um i also did not know this existed only know it exists because of anthony so thank you for that um you're welcome probably probably not gonna watch this one again prepare for tom and i to bathe in our virginity many times over in this episode which I predicted. I said for the run up for three for three weeks. I like it. Tom and Julie are gonna find us vulgar. So this yeah. is, should not be a surprise to any of you listeners listening. <laughs> uh, I will say right now though, on top of that, I will watch this again. Over 90% of actual Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. So hi. So this film was directed by Claire Niederpruim. I think that's how you pronounce her name. It's an interesting last name. She has... Oh, she was an actress, too? She looks very familiar. Uh, But she directed Little Women, 
The Outpost, The Key of Love. Not any little women you're thinking of, listener, dear listener. No. <laughs> it's neither <laughs> little women you're thinking of. It's a different little women. Uh, there is a very good chance we will cover her work again because she's directed a Royal Corgi Christmas, One December Night, The Christmas Bow, Holiday for Heroes. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit of holiday content. wonder if it's all like this, though. Probably not, right? It looks like she probably did schmaltzy, maltzy Hallmark content and then decided she I mean, a Royal Corgi Christmas was an actual Hallmark movie that came out last year. I didn't see it, but to win his mother's love, Prince Edmund gives her a corgi and hires Cicely, a dog trainer. Edmund and Cicely bond over the dog and discover that love can grow in unexpected places. So to Tedasa's point, it's another prince starring another Hallmark movie starring a prince. (laughs) She looks... She's not an actress, but she looks so familiar. Claire Nita Prue. She averages about mid fives on the imdb rating scale for most of her work which when you think of hall hallmark films that makes sense honestly sure no one is rating those i mean even we don't rate them usually above a five i think the one danica mckellar one was the exception which is still the best one and i will die on that hill that one is solid um so this film was had three writers barbara Himlicka, dan lagana who was famous for uh zach stone is going to be famous on mtv and american vandal on netflix and vince vaughn who we have covered before yes in four christmases as an actor and Um, that one where the fred claus oh yeah i tried to block that one trauma block that one it's a lot of Vince Vaughn. A lot. You loved that one. I loathe that movie. <laughs> I like Vince Vaughn, though. It's just not his Christmas movies. Mm. Um, this movie is also produced by Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley. More Christmas royalty there from A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. They have their uh, production company together, which I always forget about until I see their name in the credits. <laughs> uh, that they, you know, are good friends and have a business together so uh this movie stars britney snow as our protagonist jesse uh she rose to prominence after appearing on the cbs soap guiding light she starred in american dreams on nbc which i know is very popular sarah loved that show she was in a bunch of films a pacifier john tucker must die hairspray which i love that one prom night remake Mm -hmm which I was not a fan of. Would You Rather, the Pitch Perfect film series, which I know Tom loves. Uh, Bushwick, Hangman, Someone Great. Uh, probably my favorite, X, which is in 20, came out last year as well. So she, yeah. And she's done some TV. She's done a voice on Family Guy. Uh, Gossip Girl. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. So, are we familiar with this actress? Sure, her face is familiar. And I used to, I did not recognize her in this movie the first time I saw it, because she was a redhead. She's usually blonde. Um, I like her, though. I loved her in Hairspray. She's very good at playing the kind of uh, 
witchy with a B characters and a lot of stuff. Uh, so it was weird seeing her as the protagonist. Yes, the non, you know, the non-threatening X that you usually get in a Hallmark movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like her. I loved her in X, which I love that movie. Uh, Justin Long plays our other protagonist, David. Uh, Justin Long is one of those guys who doesn't look like he's aged much over the years, and he always kind of mm-hmm. plays uh, awkward. I would say yes. Not usually <laughs> yep. with a. Not usually with a. I don't know a nice word to say it, but a terrible. Not awful. An accent. I don't know what he was going for in this. <laughs> he was going for hunky midwestern. I don't know. Uh, he was G- he was in Jeepers Creepers, Dodgeball, Accepted, Idiocracy, Dreamland, Live Free or Die Hard, which is not my favorite Die Hard movie. Uh, Galaxy Z- Quest. Zack and Mary make a porno. Drag me to hell. Love that movie. Tusk, which was a disturbing movie. The Wave. Barbarian, which was one of my top ten movies of last year. He was in Ed, Forever and Ever Go. First time I saw him when he was in the show Ed that I love. He he does the voice of Alvin in those Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. He was the he's the Mac on the old Apple commercials. Yeah, those commercials. I do not miss those commercials. I do. I loved them. He was in Clerks 3. He was in the James Silent Bob reboot. He was in Trump Baby, whatever that is, but it came out in 2016, so I assume it was a parody of our former president. Drunk History. Uh, High likelihood. Drunk History. (laughs) Well, like most of these people. He was in that what is often considered the worst movie of all time, Movie 43, which I don't had a bunch of A-list actors in 2013. It was like, you think that that movie was vulgar for me. 43? It's called 43? Movie 43. It's a, like anthology comedy film. And it had like freaking Elizabeth Banks, Justin Long, Hugh Jackman, Johnny Knoxville, Liv Schreiber, Halle Berry, Gerard Butler, like all these A-list, Emma Stone, Jason Sudeikis, like all these A-listers. In like very grotesque, like yeah, I hmm. critics hated it, people hated it, I hated it, like it was awful. <laughs> but I do identify as a person. I should have just let myself in with people. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex Moffat plays Sean. Uh, are we Justin Long fans in general? Yes, we said yes, right? I love Justin Long. He's a fun this guy. This is odd, though. I like seeing him in horror movies because he always dies in horror movies via the eyes. Every horror movie really? is via the eyes. Yep. Is it like a thing now? Like Sean Bean dying? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. And actually, he was very Justin Longy and Barbarian, but kind of like a prick Justin Long. Like, it was weird to see him that way. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's my plug. X and Barbarian, people. Two of the best movies from last year. Um, <laughs> Alex Moffat plays Sean Campbell, our, I guess, antagonist. Uh, he's been on SNL, obviously. Uh, I'm just going to say right now, I hate this guy. Like, yes. this this he guy in general. Not in, not just in this movie. I hate 
him as an actor. You didn't like really? him on the uh, the weekend update. I hated him, and we've covered him before. So yeah, he was in Holiday. He was in Holiday, and yeah, I think he played who was it, Don Junior on SNL. Yeah, he's most definitely played a Trump because they mm-hmm. just kept getting Trump vibes from him. Uh, most recently, he was an eighty for Brady. He was Jimmy and Ralph breaks the internet too. Yep. I don't know who Jimmy was, but yes. neither do I. Um, Julie Duffy plays Liz Campbell, uh, his mother. I found this on the web. Oh, thank you, Siri. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she She's is so best helpful as Allison Sugarbaker on Designing Women. Uh, well, she was in older, She was in New Heart. New heart. Yeah. Just depending on your age. For us, it's Sugar Baker, absolutely. But for people older than us, it's New Heart. Yeah, and she's somebody we will definitely cover again at some point because it looks like she's done a lot of made for TV Christmas stuff in recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of those people, even if you don't know the name, you would probably recognize her if you saw her. I did right away, even though I don't know the name, didn't know the name. Yep. So yeah. She's in a lot. Look her up. George Wendt, best known for playing Norm on Cheers, uh, plays her husband, Robert Campbell. Oh, no, really? <laughs> That's him playing her husband. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Like, I know it just, I did not recognize him as this guy in the oh, movie. That's what you're saying. Yeah, he is, he is unrecognizable. He has not aged well um, in real life or in the movie, apparently, because apparently he's having trouble in the bedroom. But, uh, yeah, Norm, that's what he's best known for. So we don't have to get into his biography. But Christmas Connection played Santa in Elf on Broadway. And I think that's pretty much our main cast, right? Anyone else? You want to mention one other person? Oh, Becky. Yes. Becky is played by Joanna Garcia Swisher. Uh, That's this is Cheyenne from one of my favorite TV shows. I love Reba. Oh, she's also Ariel in Once Upon a Time. That's what Hannah would chime in and say. That's what I. Ariel. That's what I know her from. But I also grew up up in the nineties. Had a little crush on her. And are you for? Are you afraid, afraid of, the, of the, dark? the dark? Yep. Oh, oh and uh, Freaks and Geeks. That such a short-lived yep. TV show, but obviously has a cult following. She played Vicky Appleby. Uh, so she's been in some stuff. And again, I'm pretty sure earned cult following. Following. Yeah. Heck yeah, she has. It was. No, I love Freaks and Geeks. We will cover her again. She's been in uh, A Very Married Daughter of the Bride. Uh, and I saw some other Christmas stuff on here that I can't find now. So, yeah. She's in Sweet Magnolias, the TV show on Netflix. She plays Maddie Townsend. So, yeah. That's our cast. So, this movie... I think just starting out, we should say it is definitely a satire of a Hallmark Christmas movie. That's what they were going for. And in terms of atmosphere, it looked like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It was very beautiful in terms of the snow and the Christmas decor and everything like that. Town was was sweet. So beautiful. The house was gorgeous. Which is a Hallmark staple. We always have the gorgeous house, the small town. Everyone knows each other. Is that all up in everyone's business? Yep. And we got that absolutely. here. We got a version of that here. So this movie starts out around Christmas. 
Jesse and Sean are visiting like a Christmas light display and Sean breaks up with Jesse because he does yeah, she does she basically says you don't fit into my life plans. <laughs> my plans have evolved and you haven't evolved with them. But I'll have He's I'll, like I'll literally the worst. still be with you. I'll happily still take care of your needs. <laughs> and they make they so make gross. a deal that he broke up with her shortly after they had sex, too. Yes. Yep. Same day. Because that's that's the type of guy he is. He, I, I mean, like you said, Tom, he is more than willing to maintain that friends of benefit status, but he doesn't want anything romantic. Um, right. Not only that, she was supposed to go home with him to spend Christmas with his family, but now not only is that off the table, but he's not even going back to town because he's staying in New York for a job interview because he's got to make that money. He's got to follow that career path. So Jesse's distraught. And until she gets she's a phone bought, call, she, well, she doesn't have anybody. Point, she, she's alone and she bought a ticket to go spend Christmas with his family. He lets us know he's not going to see his family, he's going to go to New York instead. Right. And she gets a call from his mom. And mom is annoyed here that he broke up with her because mom and dad love her, they've been together for a while. And she's like, yep. you know what? <laughs> she's she's really she's on her side of this breakup. She's like, forget him. Come home for Christmas. He's not going to be here. Come spend Christmas with us. Yeah, We'll have fun. And I like that. I did like that. Yeah. Out of all the characters in this movie, I like the mom the best. I'm just going to say that right now. Even though she was a bit... Uh, she was living her best <laughs> retired life. She was a prevert. She was <laughs> happily in love with her husband. She talked about how she was a pervert, though. People yes. have needs. She apologized, people, in fact. People have yep, needs. She apologized. Um, so she flies home and to their small town, and she immediately meets his cousin, right? Mm-hmm. What's his name? David. Pretty much immediately. Yep. Yep. And he's, just, he's there almost immediately. I was about to say, how would you describe the character of David slash Justin Long in this film? I would say he's a Southern California boy who moves to the Midwest slash South and is trying desperately to fit in. He's in he lives in Colorado. People in Colorado don't talk like that. It reminds me very much of when Austin Butler tried to become Elvis. <laughs> Except not as good an accent, but the whole uh I'm gonna talk like this for months after the movie Forever. ends because I yeah. uh I can't shake Elvis. Don't get me started on method acting. It's it's a definite choice to a point where I, I thought he was kidding. Like the whole time I was preparing myself that like he was actually some imposter, you know, and was just trying to be mysterious. And so he had this voice, but no, that's actually the accent he chooses to use the entire movie. <laughs> Which is I'm sure a Hallmark trope is what they're going for. Because yeah. he speaks in platitudes and it's just such a choice. It's such a choice. Right? Like, I don't buy for a second 
Justin Long would ever sound like this. And maybe again, that's part of the choice, no. right? Let's do something wild and off the wall. And I wonder if that was Justin Long's choice because he was like, I played the awkward love interest in so many films, stupid romantic comedies and teen comedies over the years. Let me do like the Burly Man or something. I can see it. I don't know. Um, Polo, his dog Polo, his second favorite explorer. Who's his first? Oh, we never right. learned who his first was. Pol- Polo is my favorite character in this movie. Not the mom. Polo is my favorite too. Polo is delightful. Polo is delightful. Um, but Jesse immediately bonds with David, right? And they kind of become close this whole film. So what's going on with parents, meanwhile? Because we mentioned mom's a pervert. What's going on with them? <laughs> mom Perverted is doing stuff? her normal mom thing at Christmas time, right? Mm-hmm. So she is a hairdresser, so she's still employed. Dad is still employed. Um, he's an accountant in town. Um, but you you do get the sense that they're tying things up and they're headed towards retirement, right? Like she's probably hairdressed because she wants to be. Their house is beautiful and he probably makes the bank. Um, but you see an increasingly tired dad because she's having him do all this stuff. They do a Christmas light show. And so he's having her, <laughs> she's having him get out there and get up on the roof and get this light show going. And he seems just very tired at work. Um, his secretary has been in rehab for a while. So that's like an extra workload on him to have to balance everything. Um, but they have a very active sex life because she makes it that way. And they also imbibe on cough syrup drank grape drank <laughs> and he sniffs paint it's not the only yeah well he she thought he quit and he promised that's right he'll he'll stop sniffing paint after the whole whoa, 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 whoa. but he to, to quote to quote melissa and abbott elementary you know paint fumes you know, they're fine in small doses. <laughs> they're even enjoyable. <laughs> so, I mean, they're stressed. And the mom is a lot more bothered by Sean's behavior, breaking up with Jesse, than the dad seems to be, right? Which I don't know. I guess you kind of expect that. Um, and the mom spends a good amount of time either not... <laughs> Spends time not telling Sean that Jesse's come to their home for Christmas, but also just like, oh, Sean, like what a dummy. Well, how did he ever let you go? Like stuff like that. So I want to know what they did wrong as parents. How did these two people create a Sean? Yeah. How did, there's no way one, Jesse would ever have gotten together with Sean and two, that these two parents would have produced a Sean. No. That he corrupts. Anyway. (laughs) This town does have one really cool tradition I like, and it's the wishing tree. Yeah. This is really cool. And it's essentially they decorate a tree in a Christmas tree in the forest, right? In the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. And don't tell anyone where it is. And but if you happen to find it and you stumble upon it, you make a wish and supposedly it will be come true. And I love that. I thought that was such a cool idea. Yeah, that was fun. If you don't tell anyone. Right. I mean, is that like Oh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Or the wish. I was about to say standard wish fare. You have to keep it sure. to yourself. But yes, you're right. You can't tell anyone where the tree is either. Yeah, you have to just stumble upon it. So immediately when we hear about this, you know where this is heading. Yeah, sure. I was shocked. I was shocked and or amazed. <laughs> I had no idea Dave 
and Jesse were going to find this wish tree together. Well, that's funny because I knew right away and I found it very shallow and pedantic. <laughs> I also couldn't believe that they hooked up. I well, Sean Sh- 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 does come home to surprise his family and yes. he is shocked and appalled to find Jesse there. But not so shocked and appalled. But no, because he's like, <laughs> he, he thinks he wants to get laid again. Essentially, that's why he views it as an opportunity. Like, hey, let's just get along. He views everything as an opportunity. You know, it reminded me of somebody, and I don't know who. Um, Weird, huh? (laughs) But they kind of come to this understanding, right? Like, okay, we can at least be friendly and have Mm -hmm. one last Christmas together with the family without making it miserable. Hello, love triangle. Well, it's really a love square. Right, because who's the fourth person in this square? Becky, the naughty Becky, baker. Becky, who is after David. She's after anything with a penis. He may be my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was up with those two perverted old ladies judging everybody in the bakery? Well, that's that woman and her daughter. That's what's a, somewhat appalling about it, is the woman talking to her daughter dodged a bullet, but boy, she'd sure like to see what all the fuss was about. <laughs> his, she wants to see his dingling anyway eventually what happens here you know we get you know we get a lot of we get our introduction to the town we get various mm-hmm. Christmas things but eventually Polo the dog gets away right right and David and Jesse follow his tracks into the woods and find the wishing tree that's right they make their wishes. And of course, we don't know what they are. But at this point, we know they've kind of fallen for each other. So we assume what they are. Yes. You think anyway. Jesse's realized at this point she's fallen for him? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. It's just like in a Hallmark Christmas movie where the girl knows halfway through she's fallen for the small town guy, but she has to lie to herself. Yeah. He has all the tropes. Every trope, it has it. There's a Christmas party the Campbells end up throwing. And Sean, it's around here Sean reveals to David, oh, maybe I made a mistake working up with Jesse. Which gets under, you know, David's going to be the bigger man here, or the bigger cousin. Like, okay, it was your girl first. I'll kind of like mm-hmm. step aside, as you would expect. It's that whole misunderstanding that happens in every Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. And, of course, when Jesse doesn't want to be with her ex, nothing complicated happens to give David the wrong idea at this in this, right? Well, so first, Robert, the father, announces that <gasps> Sean is moving home to become a partner in his accounting firm. You made no sense yeah. to me. This guy is clearly over small town life. But, yeah. I mean, clearly he couldn't find a job or something. New York <laughs> saw right through him. <laughs> New York. Not according to, not according to his toast. We'll spit you out alive. Didn't suit the character at all. No. Um, And and to Tom's point, what happens to complicate things here? He smooches her on the porch. Sean smooches Jesse on the porch while... While she's looking for David. Right. And while she's looking for David. And while David's walking by. And Sean's like, I want a future with you after all. I want babies and yeah, and things that he definitely doesn't want. He doesn't want. It's clear he is being forced to move back to small town because he failed in the city. So he <laughs> wants a consolation prize. 
That's, that's all implied, listeners. That's all well, implied. Well, no, that, that is implied. But that is implied. I don't think so. I think so. I don't, he failed. I mean, I think, he didn't get I the interview. Think so. Yeah, I well, think so. But I don't think you're supposed to think that in the movie. He said he said he got the he got a, he got a second interview. Yeah, like he got the other. He got also the next doesn't interview. make sense. I think you're supposed to believe that, like, if you're going on the merry path, you're supposed to think that he's legit. He's legitimately choosing small town life, but that does not suit the character. And so my brain went to the same thing. I'm like, that doesn't fit the character. So my own little brain is going to be like, um, he didn't cut it in the interview. He didn't cut it. He was forced to move back and he has his consolation prize now. Okay. So we're on the same page internally, at least. Internally, but the movie does not imply that at all. I don't, I don't see any, nothing made me believe that. Me either. Everything about it was like he went to work with his dad and he's like, oh, okay, cool. Dad's getting older and needs to slow down and he's going to come back, come down and take over. Although with a practice that size with an office like that, I don't think being a partner is a big deal. No, it's not. No, it's not. How much are you making? Which, which I know when money's not everything, but to this guy, it is. It is, and it Maybe continues 18, to be every because yeah. he keeps talking about how important it is to him. Right. Which is why he's so attracted to Becky. I mean, lucky for him, reasons. Becky is also attracted to him, but like you said, she's attracted to anybody with certain body parts. She's thirsty. She's thirsty. But to Tom's point, David witnessed a kiss and walks away. And of course, he walks away right before the kiss breaks apart. And Jesse's like, Sean, I need time to think. I don't want you. I don't love you. You told me there would be a day where I would be over you, and that day has come. <laughs> and he's like, I hate, sometimes I hate my own words or something. I knew that would come back to bite me. <laughs> but the next morning's Christmas, and that's where she tells him, like, yeah, I don't want a future with you. Well, you I, don't, <laughs> I don't see a future with you. And she also finds a note from David who says, oh, I'm not spending Christmas with the family after all or at the house. <laughs> So instead of picking up a phone and calling him and texting him to explain what happened, she decides <laughs> to just go wander to the forest, back to we'll the woods. And she's like, she's alone at the tree, like expressing herself, like some wishes don't come true. And then what happens? <gasps> Polo runs up to her. Polo shows up. Where we've got Polo, and who's behind Polo looking for Polo? David. Oh. <gasps> Shock and or amazement hit me at this point. I was blown away. <laughs> Just like that tornado that came right through my mobile home park. All I could think was, Carolyn still has my casserole dish. <laughs> so she explains to David that I didn't kiss Sean back. He kissed me. I didn't kiss him back. And I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. You big and, dummy, don't you know I love you? Yeah. And this is where they admit to each other, what did you wish for? <gasps> I wish for the same thing. <gasps> and they kiss. And they kiss. And then we get well, big happy family with the two of them and Sean and Becky and Liz and Robert riding snowmobiles, which most awkward triple date ever, because I feel like all three of these couples have nothing in common with each other. 
Who kept thinking that dad was going to have a medical event? Yes, that's the yes. only trope that was missing from this film. Well, and and like they talk about it multiple. He talks about how tired he is and how all these carbs. Am I supposed to eat these carbs? Okay, so I thought for sure, especially how much he was kind of forcing him to have sex with her, he's going to have a heart attack in bed. Well, honestly, yes. that's where my mind went because that's kind of where they were. I yeah. thought they were heading. Right. All right. So I got to tell you the two things that really disturbed me about this is when. Mrs. C sits down with Jesse and apologizes for Sean's overactive sexual needs and desires yeah. because she inherited he inherited it from her. And then when Sean goes into town and is asking about lingerie and going in great detail about what kind of lingerie he's looking for and says it's for his mom. But it's not really for his mom. It's not really for his mom. It's for Jesse. I don't care. I don't care. The creep factor is there. There's some edible stuff happening. But it is valid that they play for such cheap laughs. It is. And they they really do. Really laugh, though. Like, you know, the line that made me laugh was at the end when um, David and Jesse kiss in front of the tree. and, And then he pulls back and he's like, well, that was it. And then he starts to walk off, and she's like, "What?" And that was a joke. That's the only that thing that got a laugh. So I think got a laugh. Sean was not funny. Like everything they tried to do, they made him. They tried to make him this like jovial, funny pervert, kind of like Anthony. They tried to make him the Anthony of the show, and he just was even more over the top and perverted than Anthony. And it didn't. It didn't land for me. I also have. Two other things I want to complain about. When he was buying things, he specifically requested one-ply toilet paper. If you look around at the home of his parents, that's a quilted northerner Charmin home if I've ever seen one. Yes. Maybe he's an environmentalist. No. We no. Know that's not the case. No, he doesn't care and about other people to be an environmentalist. Not at all. And then there's another thing that bothered me. When they're talking about David not having a stocking and he has to go to town and get one, he has to get one that's embroidered with his first name and last initial. They all have to have that. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the stockings on the mantle, not a single one of them have a last initial. Also, if you're all family, why are you putting your same last initial on every stocking? Well, David Julian might have a last name. David might have a last name. But he might have one, but she said all of them have to. But they don't. I'm saying, I'm saying that's me. That's why they have to get him on their stocking because he has a different last name, maybe. But she said all how, of them have to have it, and they don't. How Santa gonna know? Just said it he, as a rule. He, say, say Santa and, visits millions of Davids around the world. Maybe he needs to know this is David C. Wait, wait, wait. So with the whole Santa mythos, everything that Santa does, we're gonna say that he doesn't know who's sleeping under a house in a house. <laughs> And I really want to drive this point home. When I go to Julia's next Christmas and I invite myself over, I hope I see Julia C, Marty C, Hannah C, Gabe C, <laughs> Ethan C. And then when Hannah gets That's married, you can stitch an X over it and put her new last initial. There you go. Just so unnecessary. The whole thing was so unnecessary. It was just the movie was unnecessary. They needed a way. For her to hurt her finger so that he could do the band-aid so that they could go wherever. 
That would have been a real twist when she hurt her finger if he sucked the blood and it turned out he was a vampire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I liked it though. I appreciated the atmosphere. I appreciated the Hallmarky making fun of Hallmark because I don't really like Hallmark generally. Mm-hmm. And I thought it did a better job of that than that other Hallmark spoof movie we watched. A Christmas I didn't like that was... one either. A Christmas movie, Christmas. I think that's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. Plus, any the any Christmas movie with a cute dog gets another point in my book because dogs are cute, and we're all uh, dog parents here. So yes, we are. I'm ready to rank it. I'll give it a solid seven. No, no, I'm giving it a six. Better. Point two. Nine. Yeah, two is high. Let's do one. I couldn't go that high. That gives us a 2.63. Mm. That's right. Feels too high. There you go. I'm, I don't have the rankings or anything in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that falls pretty close to a Christmas movie Christmas. Probably. I would rather watch a Christmas movie Christmas than this. Oh, I don't know. Can I not watch either? I mean, that's always an option. Is it though? To not watch either? Yeah, doesn't sound a valid option to me. So, in my 41 <laughs> years of life, every day except two, I have watched neither of these. So, <laughs> so I definitely think it's possible. Would you rather watch this or better watch out? <sighs> better watch why, out. Why you got? Why you got to do? Yes. Yeah. Finally. It's a low bar, my dude. Validation. <laughs> Do you rather get hit by, by a car or hit by a truck? A car. Where you have okay. better chance of surviving. All right. I'm just saying. You're still getting hit by something. <laughs> well, I'm curious what listeners think of this if they saw it. Me too. Because we, as we know, listeners have a wide range of tolerance for Hallmark-esque movies. So where can they let us know what they thought of this film? linktree.com slash tis the podcast you can find all of our social media outlets and tell us exactly what you think our most our most active probably our facebook group yep for sure uh that link will also take you to our patreon page where we have non-christmas content and extended christmas content um that's kind of a place you want to go if you just really want to hear more of us outside of what's in the regular feed every so often we will take a patreon episode and drop it in our regular feed but we have more content there than we have time to drop it in our main feed so if you're looking for more stuff and more stuff coming um that's where you would uh that's where you'd find it for a minimum of a dollar a month you get access to all the content um, and then higher levels of giving gets you access to do things like come on and host an episode with us um so check it out um the tier pricing guide whatever it is called is there and you can check it out and see if it fits for you and you'll definitely within a month hopefully maybe two depending on julia's schedule we'll get a last of us episode up there oh yes <laughs> yep so next week well the next two weeks we actually have guests on the show oh <gasps> surprise uh, next week, we are covering the 1998 theatrical 
animated film, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, with Natalie Bickle. So excited to have Natalie back. Uh, Love her. And then the week after, it's a film we have, I feel like subconsciously or maybe consciously been avoiding for the past five and a half years. But it is finally coming. Christmas Shoes with Ashley from the Magic of the Season podcast. Um, her pick, just like Rudolph was Natalie's pick. Um, so she's. We're having a Canadian on. Our this will be our second Canadian, well, third Canadian on because Sarah's put voice oh, quotes yeah. in, and we've had CJ on. True. Yeah, I think those are the only three. It should be an interesting two weeks. I will be curious to see if Rudolph gets a little love bump here because uh, of this past week. Uh, it's always funny when like two movies are close to one another that, and you know, one fares a little better than they normally would have because of that. Um, You're already setting it up to be a horrible experience, so I'm really looking I forward to it. Honestly, have not seen this movie. I think since 1998. So I'm excited to revisit it. I just remember not liking it, but yeah. I was such a huge fan of the original. So sure. Um, and then we have some good content just coming up after that. Silent Night is the week after the 2021 film with Kira Knightley, post apocalyptic Christmas movie. Um, I know Ooh. me and Julia had both wanted to see that. Yes. And Tom. Uh, and Tom. And Tom. Uh, after that, <laughs> Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. If anyone remembers all the play that got on ABC Family back on the day, usually back to back with a Dennis Menace Christmas the week after that. Nice. And then, uh, Matt Spaulding, Santa Matt, will be coming on to do the Nanny Christmas and Hanukkah episodes. Very so. nice, dude. I am pretty excited to revisit those, Mr. Sheffield. That's when she became. Hey. Hey. Oh, gosh. That's that's one of those shows that's coming back, I think. Why? Uh, I don't know. I just heard she's in development for either. X-Files is being rebooted. Actually, I didn't mean to. I meant to tell you that. Hey. I love the X-Files, but like, but why? Can we just stop touching things, please? Can we just like leave it? She's <laughs> That's what she said. Not in this movie, like, she didn't. All we, have, all we have are reboots anymore. Can we stop? Can we just stop? Can we stop? Uh, re- we also get sequels. There's got to be something new out there that you haven't done already, Hollywood. If not, contact us. I can come up with something. Chat GPT an idea for a new TV show. If you need to. Uh, hey, Hollywood. Hollywood, last year, 2022, I put a whole Christmas book on this podcast. So why yep. don't you adapt that? Adapt that. I do need to call. I do need to call out something. Anthony had billed the movie we watched tonight as a Hallmark movie if he were to write it. <laughs> and while I agree it is raunchy, perverted, I will say that at least if Anthony had written it, the, the dialogue would have been better. <laughs> and with that glowing endorsement, listeners, check out another Christmas story, season zero. You can find. You can find it on our podcast. Uh, it was read by me, Tom, Julia, and all of our Christmas podcast friends and family. So mm-hmm. it was a fun group project. So check Super it out. Super fun. My favorite thing was when we would go to record an episode and I'd find out halfway through, oh, crap, this person has an accent? 
that that always made me laugh i uh, i wish i had saved from everybody just everybody the raw stuff like unedited just like tripping over their words be like damn it anthony why are you making me do this or like cursing me out (laughs) you should have kept all of those although some of us only sent you the edited because we wanted to make that's right they did love you yeah exactly some people love me more than others guys so step up your game that's true so i have no good segue for that so i'm just gonna say there are only 6384 hours until christmas that's 266 days that's 38 weeks do your homework y'all and we shall talk to you next week bye-bye bye bye We almost had a Chandler Bing type incident here with my mouth. Did it almost land on your foot? <laughs> it almost landed on my foot. But you don't play with knives. <laughs> I, oh I've always gosh. thought that was weird. Are you trying to intimidate us? <laughs> Am I trying? No, I'm not intimidating you. Are you trying to be like a, a, a mob dude right now? No? If I was trying to intimidate you, you'd know. I would hope, otherwise, you're failing <laughs> <In> intimidation. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha